Are you ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And if you're listening to this, count yourself extremely lucky because the stars have aligned and we have made it through a complete episode. It's been a rough morning. And with that in mind, we are doing a bit of a reset episode, a chit-chatty episode to talk about what's on our mind because woof. (laughs) If you want to hear other things that are on our mind, you can always find us outside of the podcast on Instagram and TikTok where we are at Megan and Wendy. And you can always send us your emails at meganandwendy at gmail.com. I just want to address the elephant in the room here. If the sound quality on this episode is shite, it's my fault. It's not. I really, honestly, nobody can tell. And sometimes we've recorded remotely and I recorded from the kitchen table. I don't, that's not a secret. It's okay. (laughs) In a wide open room. I'm in a wide open, empty room right now. So it's just bouncing off the walls in here. It's okay. All right. Speaking of recording, let's talk about last week and last week's recording day. You guys, I don't even remember last week, so let me try to piece it together. Last Monday, I recorded at Megan's house, as we do, and by the time we finished our second episode, I was like, I got peace. I got to go. I don't feel good. I come home, I lay on the couch, like I had to set the timer so I could go get my daughter from school. Like, have you ever had that moment where you're like, I got to set an alarm or I'm going to sleep right through? Yes. So I go and get her. Actually, I take that back. I did not pick her up that day. My husband was like, I can go get her if you need me to, which was great because then I went and got into bed and I just felt terrible. Like I was like super bloated, like beyond beyond bloated and I just felt so queasy and nauseous and I don't need to tell you what happened next do I I mean I know what happened next (laughs) it was real bad and I was like yelling at my daughter go get dad (laughs) go get dad downstairs but don't come in here (laughs) it looked like a murder scene and you did not have like warning like I just felt terrible and I got up and I took like an emodium for like the bloating and that just triggered everything to come up. Oh no. It was awful. It was so awful. So my husband comes like running up to the bedroom and I'm like, stop, don't come in here. Because there was like puke on the wall, puke on the carpet all over our bathroom. And I was just like, just go get me the cleaning supplies because I could not ask this man to clean this up because it was so bad, right? So there, I'm like stripped down in underwear and a bra, pale white, cleaning up puke because sweating it, and shaking probably. Yes, yes, it was awful, awful, awful. Oof. And like, it's been a slow recovery, real slow. I'm like, I don't know what's wrong with me. Well, what Wendy neglected to mention is she takes a COVID test while she's at my house that morning. Like, she arrives, she feels fine, and then goes downhill fast to the point that in between recording our two episodes, she's like, do you have a COVID test? She takes one. It's negative. You can hear the results on our Hallmark podcast if you didn't listen to that last (laughs) week. And then typically we record and then we have, we do a little work and we had plans to get some things done. And Wendy was like, I gotta go. <laughs> she just left and then basically went to bed for the next week. It's literally for the next week. I didn't do jack shit the entire week. 
it just feels like a blur coming off of like a very crazy busy Washington DC trip sure and then another week on top of that where I'm like bedridden was real it's terrible I feel so like in the weeds right now with life in general Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I told Megan today that's why we're recording from remotely today because I was like I can't go to your house. I got I got a bunch of stuff I got to do today. As soon as well, you actually, here. that's what I was going to ask you. You did not say that. Mm. I just got stuff to do. Stuff to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to hear about the tantrum that I threw? Uh, <laughs> I'm all, yeah. <laughs> I kind I kind of want to guess what it is, but. <laughs> Oh, you'd never in a million years guess. So it's one of those things that like you could not believe what set me off. Um, So it's Saturday night, the night before Mother's Day. And during the day Saturday, it had been a pool day. My kids had had friends over to swim. My husband had been in the pool. We had barbecued. It was actually a great day. I had spent the majority of that day cleaning. I was just like a woman possessed. And you know, when that bug hits, you just got to take advantage and just keep going because Every time I would sit down, I would think, oh, I'm going to go do this. And I just had to keep the momentum going. Deep cleaned my kids' bathroom. I cleaned out the pantry. I fertilized the backyard. And so this is all important backstory. So it's mm, 10 o'clock at night. I'm outside with the dog for his final potty before bed. And I'm looking at the concrete in the backyard, the exit of the pool all the way around to the side yard. And I was like, that's really weird like it kind of looked like did an animal like hop out of the pool and walk around it was just odd and I'm looking at it and I'm looking at it I'm like why would why would there be water spots nobody's been in the pool for a couple hours and I'm very precious about the backyard because we just redid it it's all brand new and I realize what has happened what and we have a shelf on our they sell chairs for pool shelves that are so outrageously expensive like $1,500 for two plastic chairs that you fill with water to set on your pool shelf right Mm -hmm. they're ridiculous and they're kind of ugly too that's why we don't have them yeah (laughs) so so stupid expensive we have these plastic Adirondack chairs that we keep stacked on the side of the house we pull out whenever we need extra seating and they're actually perfect for that they drop right in they're plastic you hose them off no big deal well my husband decided that that plastic Adirondack chair wasn't low enough in the water So he goes, this is several weeks ago, and gets his Tommy Bahama beach chair and drops it in because he wants to be in the water. Mm -hmm. And I was like, it's going to ruin the chair. He goes, I don't care. So about a week after that, and he's taking it out of the water every night, of course, but we go to the beach and he takes the pool chair from the backyard and carries it to the front yard to my car. And the entire way it's dripping what's probably like rusty mold. It's, I can only imagine. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. First of all, do not put that in the back of my car right now. It, it is needs to, no, absolutely not. Second of all, it has now stained my driveway. There is like a drop, 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 drop all the way down the driveway. And driveways get dirty, fine. But I realize that the same thing has happened again in my backyard that I do actually care very much about. And so the first thing I do, and now I'm like in my head, like swearing under my breath, I go and get the hose and I turn it on high power and I try to like <laughs> bobo power wash it out. Yeah. Nothing happens. Then I go get the Dawn power wash and I like spray and I let it sit. Meanwhile, it is 10 p.m. I'm in pajamas. My pajama like bottom ends are wet because <laughs> I've now hosed them off. So now I'm like 
squicking around with these wet pajama pants and I'm annoyed about that. The dog's kind of like, what the hell is happening? And I'm kind of waiting for somebody to like notice all the commotion in the backyard and come so I could have my moment, but nobody does. And real bad idea to use Dawn Power Wash next to your pool because when you start hosing it off, where's it going to go? So then I I was like, oh, you don't want soap in your pool because then you're going to have a soapy pool and that's a problem and it never goes away. So I have to redirect all that water. That doesn't help anyway. It's completely useless. So I finally get all the water cleaned up. My pajamas are soaked. I put away the hose. I'm just like, I mean, I am waiting for someone to come into my view because I'm going to lose it. And I walk into the house and my husband's coming downstairs. He's like, where were you? And I was like, do you want to know where I was? <laughs> I, I said, do you remember what happened to your chair in the front yard? It has now happened in the backyard. And he's like, oh, I'll go throw it away then. And I was like, that's not the problem. <laughs> I don't care about the stupid chair. Um, he's like, well, we'll just get a power washer. I'm like, you're damn right we're getting a power washer. We're getting one tomorrow. We did not. But I do believe my neighbors have them. I will be borrowing one this week. And if it doesn't come out, my head's going to explode. But I was like, happy effing Mother's Day to me. Like, I was so mad. Like, I had spent all day cleaning the house. And then it was an accident. Like, obviously, nobody meant to stain the backyard, right? I would be pissed, too. So we had a similar situation here because I wanted to put my Tommy Bahama in the pool as well. And my husband's like, that's a terrible idea because it's going to get all rusty. And I was like, it's fine. It's fine. It got all rusty and it drips water everywhere. I have two suggestions. One, don't get a power washer thing because that can actually stain your concrete worse. Oh, Two, they do sell like at Home Depot, like a rust remover from concrete. So try that first. I will. And I actually have to go to Home Depot today. So that's good advice. Because we have um, a dog bed, like a, like an elevated, like dog. It's not like a, it's like a. Yeah. Like an outdoor dog bed that's raised a little bit off the ground. Yes, exactly. And that gets rusty. And my husband uses this rust remover on the concrete because I understand you just spent a crap ton of money to redo your backyard. And now you have these rusty drip stains on this beautiful And it's not going to like bleach out my concrete, the rust remover. Do you remember, do you have a color in your concrete or is it just straight concrete? It's just straight concrete. I think you'll be fine. Okay. I have seen like power washers, like because the force is so hard that it will like uh, stain the concrete worse and that doesn't ever come out. Well, I will, I, I will test, I will have a patch test that's out of view. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do The that. rust remover. Yeah. Because I don't want it like front and center at the steps of my pool if I'm going to ruin it worse. <laughs> mm-hmm. exactly. exactly. And look, it's concrete. Like it just, honestly, it looks like water spots when you look at it. But I don't necessarily want there to be like a path of water spots. And the sun over the summer may like bleach that out too. Yeah, but yeah. still, I understand. I understand. I Yeah, that kind of stuff kills me. Kills like, me. Is, is the overall umbrella of it all the complaint is like I'm the only one who does anything to take care of this house well no because that's not fair because my husband cleans quite a bit so that wouldn't be fair it just felt like after I had done all of this work it felt like an insult to have 
this careless mess happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I've made mistakes. I But I don't like careless, rushed mistakes that then ruin my house. Like, we've got things that have happened to our hardwood floor because people haven't thought it through when they're, like, dragging something. And now there's, like, a line from the back door to the front. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Did we not think? But I am not immune to accidents, of course. Yeah, of course. Because now this is just another thing to put on your to-do list of things that, yeah, in an already busy month. How was Mother's Day otherwise for you? Fine. It was fine. It was nice. We um, barbecued and swam, even though it was not like nice, warm, sunny weather. (laughs) I was like, these are the plans. We're following through. It was a nice, relaxing, easygoing, pleasant day. How was your Mother's Day? It was fine. We went out for, it was fine. Like, we've talked here last year, I think on the podcast where about Mother's Day. I, it's not my favorite. Me either. Um, but it was fine. Like coming off of like having the stomach flu, like I wasn't like super hyped on like going out for brunch, but we right. did. And I just was like, I can't eat this. Cause I just don't, I still have like zero appetite and things sound terrible, yeah. you know? So, I mean, but it was pleasant, you know, to sit there and just have a conversation and catch up and whatever. And yeah, it was fine. It was fine. My husband, he did some really nice things. He did them the day before on Saturday. He like went and got donuts and a tea for me and some flowers. And that was very nice. Yes. My dog jumped on the counter though and ate the donuts when we weren't home. No. (laughs) Did you cry? I would cry. No, I just was like, stupid dog. (laughs) You know, I hate Mother's Day. Well, I hate most like holidays when it comes to social media because like, you know, everybody posts like the greatest like sentiments and photos of like their moms or kids or like whatever. Mm -hmm. And or they're like sharing their trauma. And it's just like too much for me. Like I can't, it's so overwhelming. I've had to stay off social media the last couple of days because I don't want to see it. I don't want to hear it. I got my own crap to go through. I cannot deal with somebody else's stuff. Yeah, I actually stayed off Instagram yesterday, largely for that same reason. I am here for the sharing of stories, but on holidays, it becomes all consuming and it feels like you're drowning in that sort of information. I saw a lot of people kind of spinning their experience with motherhood in a way that immediately made me feel kind of guilty. And so I was like, you know what? Nope, we're not doing this. (laughs) We're not doing this. There's no joy in this. I don't enjoy Mother's Day either. And it has nothing to do with not enjoying being a mom. There's too much wrapped up in the day. Mm -hmm. And I was perfectly happy to have it be a pleasant day and be done with. I'm happy we are past it now. (laughs) Me too. We got Father's Day on the horizon. However, that's a weekend that you and I are headed to Utah. We'll come home the day before Father's Day. Yes. Um, And I was already like thinking because my husband did make an extra effort to do something nice for me on Saturday. Yes. The the day before Mother's Day, I was like, oh man, I'm going to really have to like have a good plan going into Utah. Yes. (laughs) To be able to, you know, make him feel special upon my return. So, well, it is funny that you say that because I am looking at the next several weeks and I am like pre panicked about it. Um, almost in the way I feel like going into the holiday season, it's the end of the school year. So, let me paint a picture for you. My husband is out of school in three weeks, my kids are out of school in four weeks. 
both of my kids have their birthdays the first week of June. The next three weekends, we have activities Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, different activities for different people. We have a day my daughter gets out of school, goes to her birthday party, leaves the birthday party, goes to her school's open house, leaves the open house, goes to an end-of-the-year event at church. I mean, it's just like from 8 a.m. until 8.30 p.m. It's just a lot of days like that. Mm -hmm. My mom's having knee surgery. My husband's having a surgical procedure. So many end-of-the-year events. I'm going to a costume cocktail party. Nope. Sorry. <laughs> it's a Downton Abbey party. I no. order a dress for that. No, no, um, no. And I'm not sure I can fully express the way in which the pace of life changes around here when summer hits. Because during the school year, during the week, I'm fully in charge of my time. And so while I have things that need to get done, I get them done on my own schedule, at my own pace, for the most part. And when I'm heading out to do something, there's no checking in with somebody else. There's no combining of schedules. And in the summer, that changes very much because not only are my kids home, but my husband's home. And what it turns into, which it shouldn't, but what it does is it starts to feel like asking permission to do things. Mm-hmm. And the other day I was making plans for later this week and I was saying to my husband, I have this and this. He goes, you know, you don't need to ask my permission. I'm like, I know, but the kids need to go somewhere, so you need to be aware of it. And I'm the keeper of the schedule, and so I need to make sure that these things are all handled. And so you might remember when we were going into the holidays, you were like, I feel like I have so many things I need to prepare before I can even enjoy. Sure. And I was just thinking about that today. I was like, first of all, I need to look at the next six weeks, like between now and Father's Day, basically. We have multiple birthday parties, both that we're attending and that we're throwing. We have travel. You and I are going out of town. My family is going out of town. I've got the end of the school year. I need to make a list of all the things that need to be done and ordered and handled for all of those events. And it kind of culminates with Father's Day. And I was thinking the same thing. Like, I, there's not going to be a last minute running out for something because, like you said, we're coming home the night before Father's Day. So mm -hmm. I need to take the kids shopping ahead of time. I need to make sure I'm all taken care of. So my goal for this week is to get that big old list written out. So I can feel like we hit the ground running in summer and I can enjoy it. Is there anything that you can say no to? There's not really anything I want to say no to. And a lot of the events that I have are things that I'm like, we have tickets to Top Gun the night it comes out. And we have concert tickets the night after that. Wait, what? Top Gun the movie? Yes. What do you mean? There's it's coming out one. There's a new Top Gun movie coming yes. out? Yes. Oh, I had no idea. You already bought tickets for it? A friend of ours bought tickets and invited us. Oh, that's fun. Honestly, these are all things I'm excited about. It's nothing I want to take off my schedule. I just need to be prepared for it to feel like I can handle it. And in the same way, going into the holidays, I was like, I need to make my sure my house is prepped. So I'm not taking care of all these other little things. And I'm like, oh, we're at a detergent today and we're at a trash bags tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Prep the house. Mm -hmm. I need to do that for summer too. Because this weekend, there was a lot of impromptu planning happening. And I had just 
been to Costco. And so the house was like full of snacks and easy things to feed kids. And I was like, I need to go into summer prep. So when the kids were like, can we have friends over? I'm like, yeah, because I got hot dogs to feed them or a frozen pizza or ice cream bars or whatever it is. That's the sort of thing where my brain kind of is like, if they want to have friends over, I'm happy to have people in my house, but I always get hung up on the what am I going to feed them piece. A hundred percent. Yes. And so feeling stocked up for that situation makes it so much easier for me to be like, sure, that will make me feel like I'm going to enjoy summer more if I feel a little bit more prepared. So it's kind of a double whammy of a lot of things going on. And also summer is coming and let's get ready for it. That's a lot. That is a lot. Yeah, you better make your big, whole, big old list, you know? Yes. Um, Interestingly enough, the weekdays are pretty light. I have a lot of time to myself over the next few weeks, so that will be nice. A lot of time to just get my act together. Mm, Cut yourself some slack. I don't think you don't have your act together. I just think there's a lot on your plate right now. And I don't want to be doing things last minute. I would just like order a bunch of birthday gifts online or like gift cards and just be like, here, here it is. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, seriously, you don't have to bring the best gift, you know, kids like a gift card and some candy and they'll be super happy with that. And if you are truly like looking forward to all these events and you would feel more settled if your like house was in order. I understand that because I think that's how I was feeling going into the holidays. I just make a big list of all the things you're going to need. Laundry detergent, paper towels, frozen foods, and just I would like get them ordered with a grocery pickup and be done. You know? I totally agree. You can do it. Let me know how I can help. We got a lot to do before summer too for we, us, you and I have a lot of like work stuff. I know. Yes. I know. I know. <laughs> For me, May, I'm just counting down the days, you know, f- until school ends. I can't wait. Like I'm so, this is the time of the year where I'm like so sick of the like school drop off and pick up sure. and washing of the school, cl- school clothes. And, and on top of that, my daughter is going into high school. So there is this whole new like territory to navigate there you know yes when I started high school it was like one day you went to the high school you got all your books you take your school picture you got your class schedule and you're done but here we are in May and I have to like order textbooks and school uniforms already so that's kind of stressing me out yeah order textbooks yeah isn't that crazy yes I know I'm just trying to figure it out and then she's a student athlete as well so there's all this other stuff like she needs a physical and she has Mm -hmm. to get like clearance yes you know that kind of feels overwhelming it's the the day this you know episode comes out I have to I haven't paid the bills yet this month you know there's just a lot of I told you I'm in the weeds from being gone and being sick well we're coming out the other side I really just want summer to be like fun and relaxing. Yeah, me too. <laughs> because like now I now I see it. Now my daughter is 14 and a half. Yeah. Like th- the days are coming to an end. You know, the summer where we would spend the days together or go to the beach or hang out like those are n- no more, you mm-hmm. know. So I'm kind of you know, feeling all the feelings about that kind of stuff. Sure. I was 
my son turns 15 this summer and we were talking about him getting a job and we had kind of decided that this will be probably the last summer without a job and that next summer when he can drive would be a good time. 16 seems like a good time to get a job as a teenager, but also that changes our lives because he can't just show up and be like, well, I need a week off here to go on this vacation and a week off here to go on that vacation. They're not that interested in accommodating your teenage schedule. So this also feels a little bit like the last summer where we can, you know, do stuff as a family. Yes. Which is not to say that teenagers with jobs don't also travel. It just, we're going to be a little bit more beholden to his schedule next year. We only have two summers until he graduates, like three summers from now, he'll be a high school graduate. So that's wild to me. Seriously. That is so crazy. Man, it goes fast. Yes. (sighs) Speaking of fast, you've got some real doom and gloom here in our notes. (laughs) I don't mean to, but like... I don't mean to. Wait, wait till she's about about to say. I know. Uh, Okay, remember back in early 2020, not even, whenever we launched this podcast, it was like late 2020, right? Yeah. And you made a comment about, like, you felt that we were living in, like, a Final Destination movie. Yeah. Right? Because, like, everything was just coming at us. Like, it was basically COVID. We were being showered in COVID stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. This morning, I'm like, well, not even this morning. The last couple weeks has been, like, I'm just trying to, like, not hear, like, all the terrible stuff going on in the world. (laughs) Right? Of course. I'm trying to, like, put this shield up of, like, nope, I'm not hearing that right now. Nope, I'm not hearing that. Well, this morning... I was eating something and I had uh, Good Morning America on and the ticker on the bottom, right? And maybe this is just news headlines that are meant to scare you. I don't know. But it was like 60 people killed in shelter in Ukraine, Havana hotel explosion, extreme fire danger in the Southwest. Excuse me. Bless you. Record heat, COVID hospitalizations up. Gas prices, new record. Roe v. Wade, I can't handle anymore. Well, and I I hear you. I 100% hear you. You know, and California has a severe drought crisis. And, like, the reservoirs have never been as low as they are. And this gets me mad every single time because... The state, every time we come out of a drought, makes these like big, huge proclamations like the drought is over. You know what? We're always going to be in a drought. We always need to have water restrictions. I do not care if our water levels are good for one year. They're going to be bad again. Like, please learn from your lesson. Anyway, Mm -hmm. (laughs) all of these things, I feel so helpless. I cannot personally solve the drought problem. I have voted in every freaking election for people who would protect body autonomy and it doesn't freaking matter. (laughs) Don't tell me that I need to elect officials who are going to make, nope, doesn't matter. Yeah. I I can't, I can't stop any of it. (laughs) That's what I feel like. I just like, I'm just want to put my head in the sand and like, click away here on my computer and play my wordle and just pretend like everything is okay in my bubble, you know? I think sometimes you have to. I just can't. And I honestly keep going back to that, like, that comment you make. I was like, we're going to die. Like, it's coming. Like, somebody is really trying to wipe us off this earth. I was thinking the other day as I was driving to Trader Joe's, it was in the morning and I thought, I wonder if there's going to be a line out the door. And that was such a weird thought because there hasn't been a line out the door in a long time. But in very early COVID times, they were restricting the number of people in the stores and not Trader Joe's was one that did it 
more than most of my other stores, but I it happened at lots of stores too. You couldn't get in because they were restricting the number of people. And I can remember April 2020 standing outside Trader Joe's, six feet apart. Nobody looked at anybody. Nobody talked to anybody. And our lives went from early March, very normal, to this immediate change in behavior. And this is not me saying like, oh, we were all sheep. No, this was what needed to happen. We were living in a pandemic. We had no idea really how to protect ourselves. But when you look at that as an outsider, it kind of feels scary. Like you could see that scene in a movie as one that would set like kind of a creepy tone. Right. Mm -hmm. And I feel like sometimes if you take a step back and look at the way the world is now and we're living it and you and I are recording a podcast and I'm probably watched on TV and read books that take me to another world. But all of that is happening in the middle of a world that's kind of falling apart. And when you step back even the tiniest bit and look in, it's scary. It is scary. It's I overwhelming. It's supposed to be escapist content, but sometimes we need to tell you that we're kind of freaked out. Are you? Aren't you? Uh, yeah. Did you see my list of things? <laughs> yes. Freaked out about. I had to turn off GMA this morning. I was like, I can't do it. Can't, I can't look on social media because I don't yeah. want to see you happily celebrating Mother's Day. And I can't watch TV because I don't want to see the world's atrocities. And I do think that's the right th- move. Turn off the TV. Don't av- avoid these things. And then, of course, we recognize that it is very much a privilege to be able to avoid them by turning away. It does feel helpless. I know. And I just feel overwhelmed. Like, cause like the Roe v. Wade stuff, I'm like, okay, how can I get involved? What can I do? No, 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 no. But then again, like you said, like I am one person and I have participated in the elections and have, you know, <laughs> what? Yeah. Other than donating to organizations, I do feel like there's precious little that we as Californians can do it's just a lot of stuff going on guys indeed indeed sorry okay sharp left turn here please i went to michael's the other day craft yeah. store and you know back in the day you and i just loved to paint with a local paint studio indeed and at michael's they have these really cute paint by number kits uh-huh <laughs> and i was like I'm going to get those. It's not like I can't follow along with like some paint tutorial online, but these paint kits were so cute. Like so cute. They were destinations, Italy, Greece. They were just beautiful. Right. And I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to do it, but I'm going to make it like Timri style, Timri technique. Yes. 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 Now you're into it, right? I mean, no, I was into it the whole time. I'm Googling them while you're talking. There's lots of different ones. There's one that's like a fruit medley, which is cute and summery and looks fun. I just need to do something creative. And yes. I know we've talked about Ooh, it. Like, yeah, the grease one is really calling to me for some reason. I love the idea of Tim retechniquing them because I don't always love the way they look when you look at the way they should be. But mm-hmm. if you kind of like... And if you don't know what we're talking about, of course, we will leave a link to our girl Timory in our show notes. But she's really kind of all about, it's just a a look, like bigger globs of paint as opposed to being very precious about where each little paint, I'm not interested in that. Mm -hmm. Me neither. 
I'm going to do it. Let's go buy them. I'm stealing your idea. I need a little I, light in my life. Me too. I almost yesterday on Mother's Day, because we had like a chunk of time that I was at home and I was like, I should really, this would be a great time to go out in the garage and yes. break out the paints and do something that creative that like doesn't feel like an obligation. I don't yes. know. It's you know? just for the sake of doing the thing. I always get in these weird like cycles of I feel like I have to do something to be productive. I can't just go out in the in the garage to paint. I should go out in the garage and clean it up, you know? Yes. Oh, I just want to do something for me that's not watching TV or <laughs> yeah. reading a book or, you know. Feed your soul. Yes. Yes. I have a funny story to tell. Okay. So when I went to Washington, D.C., our trip included a visit to the Gettysburg battleground, right? Mm -hmm. And they have this beautiful like visitor center and like gift shop and all this stuff. And we bought a bunch of stuff there and they had these reusable bags and they're like, would you like to purchase one? Sure. You know, it helped supported the museum and whatever. So I buy this bag and it's, you know, battle of Gettysburg and it's got a Confederate flag and the union flag and whatever right mm. so i have all my stuff in there and whatever i come home i pack it away well i needed to make a return to target last week so i have put all my returns in this reusable gettysburg bag with the confederate flag on it then i realize i'm walking around target with a huge confederate flag on my back yikes <laughs> And I was like, out of context, people are only going to see the Confederate flag. They're not going to see the words that say Battle of Gettysburg Museum or nothing like that, sure, right? Sure, sure. I was like, I have to get rid of this bag. I, I, can't, <laughs> I can't take the chance that somebody thinks I'm a full racist walking around with a Confederate flag on my bag. Oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. Yeah, that's got to go. so bad. It's so bad. And then I was like... My heart was in the right place to like buy the reusable bag, right? But then I was like bad on like whoever decided like, yeah, let's put these flags on here. You know what I mean? It feels like it needs to be explained. Yes. Yes. We understand why the flag is there if you dig deep, but maybe there's another depiction of the Civil War that we could... <laughs> something my husband's like what are you gonna do with that I was like I think I have to throw it away in the trash it's not like I can like give it away to the goodwill because some other racist is gonna end up buying it right I'll be so excited to see it yes <laughs> anyway last week was our uh, pop culture episode yeah I talked about how I love the podcast Juicy Scoop with uh -huh. Heather McDonald Heather McDonald yes you know when you say things or names and then it doesn't come doesn't sound right coming out yep Okay. Anyway, so I was listening to an episode. It was kind of a little bit of an older episode and she had this comedian on and Heather McDonald's telling this story about how she met this guy. They were like out at some like outdoor mall or something. And the guy comes up to her and says, Hey, like, I really like your podcast. And, and he goes, I'm a podcaster too. And here's my card and blah, 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 all this stuff. So she says she like gets in her in her car to leave and she's like tells her child like hey let's put that guy's podcast on and listen to it let's like let's see what it's all about. And so then she started to like make fun of him because he only had like four episodes out and like two reviews or something like that. 
she's like, and then when we listened, it was just like him and his friends talking about like what they ate at Taco Bell or something. And she's like, and that's the problem with podcasting is that every Joe Schmo can think like if they just get together with their friends and can create a podcast. And I was like, um, that's us, right? Yes. <laughs> and I was like, so it might not have been entertaining to her, but then like, what's the bar here? Is she, is she suggesting that you have to be in entertainment or some sort of comedian or actor or something to have a successful podcast? Question so mark. I have heard this complaint about podcasting too, especially when you look at like how to start a podcast and the advice is like, make sure you have an idea and it can't just be like, my friends and I are funny. And of course... <laughs> That is basically not that I think we're funny. Um, I know <laughs> this isn't a, a humor podcast. I don't consider myself a comedian, but every time I see that, I think, okay, well, I'm just going to skate right past that because, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and that is a, a hard pill for me to swallow because we do have an audience on this podcast, and so a lot of the feedback that we get is like, it's like hanging out with your friends. But yes, that is a criticism that I have heard. And I just try and pretend like it doesn't apply to us. I agree. I'm and like, this kind of podcast isn't for everybody. Sure. I have heard lots of people are like, I don't want to listen to like, two host conversational podcasts, which is perfectly fine. There's a lot of things I don't enjoy either. Lots of things are not for me. Some people want their podcasts to be like, telling them something new. They want to mm-hmm. learn something. They want to talk about murder. But <laughs> I am going to pretend like we still belong here. Okay. Was that your was that your way of trying to get out of this? Out of podcasting? Yes. No. Okay. I would tell you. You'd never know with Wendy. I mean, it's the wrong time of year. Usually it's <laughs> December <laughs> that she tries to quit. But <laughs> that didn't happen this year. I enjoy podcasting. Were you just giving me a break? <laughs> No, I enjoy podcasting. I've, it, I mean, here's some behind the scenes stuff, guys. Like, it's a lot of work because sure. it's not just like, yeah, we're podcasting. We are trying to create alternative streams of income and mm-hmm. this. It's not just like one thing. It looks like a beautiful mind situation when we get together because we're like, <laughs> what can we do here? What can we do here? I want to do this. Right, I wanna, right, right. Like, we talk about the 800 things that we want to do, and we are literally just two people who or have families and other obligations and like, you know, it's, it's hard work, but I enjoy getting together with you once a week and like downloading the shit we're going through. Right. Yeah. And I hope our listeners enjoy it as well. <laughs> and if you do, please leave us a rating and review. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I certainly don't want Heather McDonald to be like, look at those dummies only have like 30 reviews, you know? <laughs> 35 thank you okay and they're all five star thank you very much so yeah we would love your five star rating and review that's a call to action and we are going to take a quick break and come right back with megan and wendy approved it's time for megan and wendy approved where we each share something we've been using and loving and want to tell you about wendy what did you bring with you this week you know i brought the tree hut now wait for it it's not a scrub it's the coco colada whipped shea body butter. Oh, when I talk about, I just want to put my head in the sand and live in my little bubble. This is the scent that I want to smell. It's like vacation in a tub and it's so good. And, and I will say the quality of the product beyond the scent 
is really nice too. Well, that's good. Yeah. Have you ever purchased a tree hut body butter before? No, I always look at them. It's nice. It's like it's it's whipped. You know, yeah. like you know those ones from like the body shop or here I'm gonna say it, Bed Bath and what Bath is it? And body Bed- Works. Yeah, there it is. They're kind of dense. This is right. like so whipped and light. It's beautiful and smells like vacation. Well, you've sold me. I might need one. Get one. Well, this weekend, as I mentioned, I cleaned my house and I deep cleaned my kids' bathroom and I used a product that I have used before and I need to tell you about because this is going to make you feel like, wow, I really solved that one small problem in my life and I feel really good about it. It is the Zep Grout Cleaner. It is available at Home Depot. It is under $10. And I know you've probably seen the TikTok viral videos of people like squeezing toilet bowl cleaner on their grout and scrubbing it. Don't Don't do do that. that. That's going to like break your grout apart. It's going to dissolve it. This is tile safe. Now it does use acids, although it says safe acids. I would recommend wearing gloves when you use it, although I've never had a problem. And I would also, if you have some sort of tile that you're precious about, spot check it just to make sure that it's not going to do anything to your tile. That said... I've used it in two bathrooms now. It comes in a squeeze bottle. You just squeeze it down the grout line. It immediately turns white, which is so satisfying because you're like, oh, it's working. Mm -hmm. Um, The directions don't say to scrub it. I take a skinny brush that I also purchased at Home Depot, and I just use that to make sure it's spread evenly over the grout. You let it sit for three minutes, and you wipe it away. It is amazing. My grout is 11 years old in this house. It has fully restored it to its original glory. Now, the grout in our bathrooms was not white. It's like a light tan color, but still it is the color that it was when it started. Nice. It works so well. It is so satisfying. And after I did the kids' bathroom, I went back through and once it's dry, there's a couple of tiny little spots that maybe need like a little bit of a scrub, but it would be very easy to just go back in and spot treat those. But I would say 95% of it just came clean with just a spray and a wipe. No, that's exciting. You're talking my language now. Now I want to do the bathroom in our bedroom, which I've been avoiding because it's the biggest bathroom in the house. I started with the smallest bathroom and now I'm working my way up. Well, see, this is one of the projects that I would say put on your to-do list later this summer. Yeah, I'm not going to add this to my list this month. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good summer project, but it's so satisfying. I just keep walking into their bathroom. Plus, I really deep clean their bathroom. It looks great. So I bought them a new shower caddy. (laughs) Oh, exciting. They didn't have one. They had like a little wall nook and there's not enough space. So there's stuff always all over the place. This was an easily solvable micro anxiety. You know, the kind. Yeah. With a $16 shower caddy from Target. And my daughter goes, ooh, a new caddy. And I was like, (laughs) you can see everything and it's not going to be on the floor in the shower now where it shouldn't be anyway. So it's very satisfying. I recommend the Zeb Grout Cleaner. Cool. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. We most likely will be back on Thursday with our review of Warming (laughs) Up to You on Hallmark Channel. And spoiler alert, it's gonna be juicy. Ooh, I like it. Come back for that if you haven't left a rating or review. We love your five-star ratings and reviews. Leave one. Come back for more. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye.